Set your sail for the orange and blue sea. Welcome to the Java Men Biting Illini Podcast. It's January 26th. This is Suds. I'm back, boys. I had, a, I had a couple week hiatus. I'm in my busy season, crunching some numbers, but I had to sit in. It, two weeks was too long to sit out. We got an awesome crew tonight. I'm here with Dollar Bills, Shady Joey H, Mr. P. After I don't, it's what a month, Mr. P. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I ha- I had uh, to hide in shame due to my technical issues last time, but we're good to go. <laughs> You had to go to the anyway. fiance's laptop. <laughs> and we got Doc Spinney as well. We're going four deep tonight. I'm pumped for this show, boys. Thanks for joining. We got we got some good stuff in store. We're gonna recap the last week. So we had Indiana and then Ohio State, both at home. We're gonna touch on that, and then we're we're gonna go into the Vegas suite. We're gonna do a little Wisconsin preview as well, and we'll, we'll talk captain of the ship and who's walking the plank. But boys, we gotta start with that debacle at home against Indiana. Final score: the Hoosiers. I think what what everyone was saying was they punked us. They punked us at home, eighty to sixty-five. The sad part about that whole game is I think we were blown out the entire time you know we tried to make a couple runs and nothing was sticking doc I'm gonna pass it to you to kick things off I want your thoughts on on the Hoosier game Mm -hmm. so yeah we're going back what exactly a week now January 19th when the Illini hosted the the Hoosiers and it was um a beatdown and and so from my standpoint I couldn't watch the game live. I was on a yacht in Miami. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a good time to be on a yacht. So I just what day. a flex. I only had the benefit of uh, of the box score, which you know, well, I had the benefit of the box score and and one hundred and twelve text messages from the Javas. <laughs> was that the final uh, count? So, uh, ballpark, and then okay, but so I'll tell you the box score, and then you guys that. That saw the game can and can educate me, but it's a crazy box score because Illinois took more shots. They took seven more shots than the Hoosiers. They took a lot more free throws. So you know, being a home game, there was no you know couldn't complain about the rest. Right, you you get ten more foul shots. You hit five more three point field goals in Indiana. You have less turnovers than they did by six. Um, so more shots, seven more shots, 10 more free throws, five more three-point field goals made, six fewer turnovers, and you get smoked. Um, so I looked at the box score. I said, you know, the answer is you've just got to make some layups and some free throws, it, it looks like. So um, Indiana had a 62% field goal clip in the game, which I think there's, you know, that's <laughs> the story of the game, which just looking at the box, it's, you know, you don't you don't see that. But um I've I've never seen a box score like that where it looks like you should win, but then there's one stat in there that I think tells the story. So someone who maybe watched the game, um, tell me what happened. Did you did you, you so you didn't watch it on record afterwards? It's been no, I I just have the box score going for me. 
Must have been must have been a cheap yacht without a flat screen. Well, TV no, on. hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I didn't watch it back, but all of the experts said it was crazy that um, Illinois didn't double team TJD earlier. I think they maybe maybe did that late. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but they didn't do it early enough. They didn't switch up the look early enough to throw them you know, off Indiana, they just were in such good rhythm where if they threw it to TJD, he scored at basically a hundred percent, um, clip, but then, okay. If it's so easy just to double him or switch it up, you look at Indiana's next game against who, what, what was it? Michigan state. And Izzo says, okay, well, I've got to double him. Right. And that didn't work for them. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's as easy as just, Oh, switch it up. And then you'll be able to stop TJD. I know we've, we've for the most part trashed him on this pod <laughs> for, for um a few weeks but he i mean he he took us to town he, he shut up the java man joe or p who wants it i mean i, I still think it sounds so, like he was on a fishing boat but go ahead <laughs> yeah you know my life is not as cool so i was not on a yacht um but i was <laughs> i was meeting uh with a client um who lives on the west coast at that time over zoom so i missed part of the game but um man it was they were up two two minutes into the game and then indiana took over and just just <laughs> laid it to us the rest of the way so i don't know you know i quite honestly i'm a little less flustered about that game than i was the northwestern game and i know i hadn't had a chance to to i haven't been on the pod since then but um they just come out and lay absolute just stinkers like every couple weeks and it's there's no rhyme or reason to it right um they don't play close you games. Go and you put they a, don't play any close games yeah right and then you go and you you know you you beat the tires off of uh ohio state so i you know i'm 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 less concerned about the game itself and more concerned about these periodic spurts of just absolute trash basketball i mean <laughs> Just, you know, and I think we can play defense. I don't know why, why we couldn't stop TJD. It makes no sense. Well, I'll tell you why. As as someone who watched the game, you really don't need to watch the game. You just need to watch basically one possession. And then all that was was that one possession 35 times because they did the same thing and we didn't change one thing on defense. It was... You know, I would you say, Doc, 112 texts? Yeah. I was probably 50 of those. It's like the Loyola. <laughs> it's like the Loyola, Loyola game. Exactly where I was it's going, like B. It was like I was in a time play. machine. Yeah. 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 The only difference was I didn't have to baptize my kid after this one. Yeah. Like I did at the Loyola game. But yeah. Bills, you're, you know, you put the Hoosiers on blast. So you got to, I think you're, you got your tail between your legs a little bit. What do you got? Yeah, there's there's some Hoosier faithful that listen to this podcast, mostly because everything that um, the Hoosier media comes up with, all the all the uh, content that they're coming up with is garbage. So it doesn't it makes sense that they're tuning into an, an Illini podcast. So I have switched. I, I admit that I was wrong about um, at least this Indiana team and TJD's having a, a good string of games, but I'm not backing down that uh, Indiana Hoosier media is garbage and they're 
and their content's garbage. So I'll still double down on that. But here, I don't know, man. Colt down in Sh- in uh, Cherylville, <laughs> Indiana, probably has a pretty nice podcast. Yeah, Colt. What did anyone get Colt on the message board after the Illini game? No. Colt's Colt's Colt has his semi-automatic weapon and, his <laughs> and, sit, and, it, and is and is sitting by the fire, yelling yelling about college kids making money. <laughs> hey Joe, but okay, so we we don't have uh we don't have the robot actuary statistic statistician extraordinaire on here to tell us what adjustment defensively should have been made against TJD, but he went the next game thirty one and fifteen against Izzo. I like if if what are you supposed to do so, against him? Well, you you know I like playing I like playing the other side of the the card sometimes, right? So yeah, the this whole notion of should have been doubling from the beginning is is frankly stupid. It, it's stupid by the Java men. It's like they they sent in a text. How should we how should we guard TJD and chat? What's the new chat function? It's it's chat XRT or what? That's, that's Phelps's radio. Chat chat whatever it is. Um, the AI. You don't you don't go into a game. You don't. No 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 no. no. Let me finish, and then I understand you're on the other side of this. I understand you're on the side of this. You you don't go into a game when you're when you have as big of a big man, two big men that are as big as this guy, and say, "Hey, we're gonna double every time." You don't do it. You wait to, for the game to play out. You see how both Hawkins uh, and Danger had been playing great defense. Yes, they should have moved to the double quicker. But when you practice something all week, and and there there's something to be said about the team was probably tired, so there's probably some strategy around you. You don't want to start doubling and having guys run all over the place. I do think like it's on the players. Like you can't, at least initially, you you have to sh- you have to play better defense than that. You can't let a guy go eleven for eleven. I don't. I understand. Like yeah, he should. The defense should have switched. But that is just piss poor defense. Like. These guys know that they could play better than that. I agree that we waited too long, but I, I, I overall like the game plan and seeing what our big guys can do initially. But I, to set the, I'll let you respond after this. But to set the record straight, <laughs> I was wrong about TJD. I did a lot of trash talk about him in Indiana. Indiana showed up, Illinois came into Champaign, tore our hearts out, and uh, you know, it's 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 about time to see in TJD's seventh year that he's actually starting to play good basketball. Yeah. Indiana's doing what, what we would hope Illinois would do at this point, which is they're getting hot. They've won Joe. four games in a row. Joe. It's so you came in hot right there about the Java men saying that when, nobody was, Joe, you know, this is true. None of us were saying that we needed to double out of the gates. I don't, but that that didn't come up one time, but I don't need to see TJD literally do the same thing, it legitimately eleven times before we doubled him. That was the most. It, it was literally Loyola all over again. What Joe? How much time was left when we started doubling TJD? I, we could go back to the. Test. I, the pr- I'd have to go back. Apparently, they tried to double him a couple times and. And they passed out of it and got some easy buckets from their backup four man who had thirteen points. It was, 
dude, I thought Brad literally, I, I texted this in the group. I, I thought he was high the whole game. <laughs> like, what, what was he doing? He literally didn't change one thing until there was like eight minutes left in the game. It was absolutely bizarre. Same shit happened versus Loyola. It can't, fine, it's what, mid-January. It's fine that you lose in mid-January. But if he cannot allow that to happen again in March, if if Brad literally goes another game where the other team runs the same offensive set, I'm not even a like a big X's and O's. You guys know I'm a I'm an emotional fan. I'm not an <laughs> X and O college basketball fan. But I could see that they literally ran the same play for the whole game until there's. It was like if that happens again in March, we got a serious problem. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we all agree? <laughs> Well, well then, I agreed. Lag. So in that post game presser, BU said that he did he didn't care about TJD. So he didn't the, care about getting his ass whooped then. Points. Because what have um, we done with Kofi for the last three years? It's not like Kofi was. It's not like we were lighting him up from three. I guess we we had good three point shooting last year, but I wouldn't say our three point shooting beat teams. I think Kofi beat teams, just like TJD beat our ass last Thursday. It's hard to say, oh, what what should you have done differently? Like the obvious thing is, oh, double more, double sooner, which Joe, you said that's probably too convenient to say that. But you look at Sean Harrington again, we do. We like his analysis. Um, former Lina ESPN analyst, he, you know, his commentary on it was frustrating loss for the Lina. I have to give TJD different looks, trap, box and one, zone. If you play straight up, you can't give up the spin move, play more straight behind. Too many times they favored the right shoulder. That's good, but there's no help coming if you play it straight up. So with no double, basically. The analysts of analysts, like they're, that's their take. What do you think about that take? I have a, I have a theory about why why we played the way we played. Why there wasn't a whole lot of what Spinny just deck. described. Give us some conspiracy. <laughs> Not necessarily conspiracy. I TJD's probably going to be the best big man scorer will play like give or take right there, there's probably a couple better guys out there between now i think the the theory is that we we kept the defense just to see throughout the length of the game if the team could bounce back if coupled like if hawkins or danger could play better d on him and now now we know because we know that that game was yeah. expendable now we know that this team can't do that so now now we have to either double, we have to play zone. When something like that happens in a tournament game, we we have to change up exactly how we're playing defense. And I think now now we know that. But BU wanted to see it through for an entire game. Now we'll see if that's if this theory comes true, but that's my theory. That, on it. And if that theory is correct, then you assume or you believe that earlier and i think this is the case but early on bu looks and he says okay i see what's happening but i want to let, let, let's see if we can work this out because there is yeah a school of thought that says he just didn't even think to make the adjustment at that point similar to in loyola just like seemed oblivious to the adjustments that you should be making and so it's either it's either you don't see it happening or you just make a choice to be like let's just keep doing this and see if our luck changes and it starts to work and it's it's impossible to know which of those two is the case, right? So that's the scary part of that game where, you know, after that game, bad game, everyone's, you know, 
ready to put BU right back on the plank because it looked so ridiculous just from the outside, that lack of adjustments. Um, but we had a nice turnaround quickly after, right? That's true. Deep, deep breaths, boys. Quick turnaround. P, what were your thoughts on OSU? We, we bounced back at home. Yeah. A couple days later. Well, it was nice to see us hitting our free throws. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great point. That was, that's a good point. I mean, honestly, that, that's been one of those small issues all season that gets overlooked that we just can't hit free throws. Um, I, uh, I think OSU is really bad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be honest, it, one in five on the road, that's, that's a game you got to win. And they did, and they played well. Um, I think all around good Terrence Shannon beast. Um, the issue I had is, and I know Melendez gets you rebounds, but man, I'm getting a little tired, getting a little tired of, uh, of, of him getting the ball and taking shots. The shooting slump. Yeah. Yeah. So that was not expected from Melendez. The guy was, he was lighting it up last year. I know it was small sample size. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, but, I mean, if you go back and think about like the last five or six games, he's been he's been pretty bad. He was actually good in the he was decent in the Indiana game. I mean, I think he shot fifty percent, but other than that, it's been it's been a been an issue. Um, you know, he did he does get you rebounds. I think he had six rebounds in the um, Ohio State game, but um, yeah, that the the shooting's an issue. So, yeah. Not a, not if Goody takes a spot. Ooh. <laughs> his plus minus his plus minus was was good against Ohio State. Melendez, he's playing better defense and rebounding. He knows that's going to keep him on the court. Yeah, Joe. What, what were your thoughts on the game? You were bashing uh, OSU a little bit. Yeah, they they didn't look very good. I bashed him pretty good. I was at an airport at the airport in Detroit watching the game, having a glass of, of vino, eating some fish or not fish tacos, eating some ta- uh, tacos from I don't know one of the one of the places. Great airport, highly recommend the Detroit <laughs> airport. What? what? It was it, it was a, it a the plum plum yeah, market a... plum market. They have a plum market in there. Plum market in the Detroit it was great. airport. In the Detroit airport, and I. And there's like no one, there's like a bar in the back and no one I think expects it. Had the Illinois game Michigan on, there's there no one at the bar. It was great. I just went and no got Michigan food. Fans, Joe. No Michigan fans. I just went and got food and had like a front row seat. Really had the place to myself. Um, so Was the game on? T- oh, so it was on ESPN. Right? Yeah, it was on ESPN. Yeah. And it was in, you know, most, it was in, in Michigan, so it was a Big Ten country, but I appreciated. Uh, so shout out to the Plum Market and the Detroit airport. <laughs> fresh food i'm sure they're right. listening but uh if i find myself in the detroit airport i will check that out yeah <laughs> but uh i yeah they, they didn't look very good i just think that what's interesting is ohio state and illinois are similar in the sense that they've had a lot both have had a lot of success in the big 10 both ha- i think have good coaches both turned over a roster this year and brought in new players and transfers and both are very a, a very talented roster. Illinois potentially could look like OSU losing a bunch of close games, but yeah. Illinois is playing playing better than Ohio State. And I just think when Illinois has 
our top three guys, really top four guys, Hawkins, um, Mayer, excuse me, Meyer, TSJ, playing really well. Like we are really hard to beat. And then add Epps taking advantage. I just think we're we're gonna be very hard out in any sort of tournament style if those three guys can play well. The problem is, like TSJ and Meyer played well outside of Meyer being sick for Indiana. Hawkins is just too inconsistent. And Epps, I think Epps will be fine. But if Hawkins can build c- consistency, then he'll be fine. I he he hasn't had a lot of turnovers. Um, really since some of those really, really bad games like the Missouri game. He's he's cleaned up his turnovers in January, and voila, the team's winning games. On that note, Joe, who's your captain? So let's do it. Let's do it. Captain of the ship, walking the plank. Joe, I'm starting with you because you were kind of hinting at some things there, but I want to know, who do you got at this point? For captain of the ship? Yeah. Uh, I would say captain of the ship. I mean, it's tough. I'm going to go with Terrence Shannon Jr. I just, I just think that he, he, he's consistent. He's, he's built a resume of consistency in my book really since probably, I don't know, Christmas, maybe, maybe before that. He he just know I think he knows he's the alpha. He knows that he needs to bring it every game. You know, Meyer may have had, you know, some food earlier in the game. He may not have fasted, so he might not be feeling well. <laughs> Danger might get in foul trouble. Hawkins might, you know, blow a gasket and lose his shit. I think TSJ knows he's the alpha and he needs to bring it every game. If the other guys follow, they're good. So I'm going with him. And then for walking the plank. This is tough. I don't like feel really horrible about anyone in particular. I think after the showing against Indiana, I think Danger's got to walk the plank. I just think right. he had a tough, right. tough game and tough night. He he looked. Yep. Hawkins played. Hawkins played better against Ohio State. I think he, Hawkins had a really good game against Ohio State. So it's going to have to be Danger. It's going to be either one of those two. Because that's the yeah. reason why we lost Indiana. So, I, Joe, I'm going to go captain of the ship. First time ever for me, Matthew Meyer. Because I, and not because of his performance necessarily against OSU, but because how important he is to the team. And I would say the only other person you can make the argument about, I, I think TSJ is going to be, he, like you said, I agree completely. He's the most consistent. So maybe that's why he's not getting love for me because he's just been consistently good. But this team is not going to do anything unless we get the best of Matthew Meyer and we get the best of Coleman Hawkins. I I mean, Meyer being sick against Indiana is like the, the game. I, I can't believe how bad we were without him. It was so obvious, and I was screaming at the TV why he didn't play the last 10 minutes or 12 minutes of that game, which I didn't know he was sick at the time. But it was it was pretty apparent how important he is to our team. So for that reason, he's the captain of the ship right now for me. The guy when he gets hot, he could carry you. He could get to the hole. 
I was joking on it. I think it was the first pod or second pod we had, but about defensive player of the year. He actually might be defense like first team all Big Ten defensively. The guy is unbelievable with his block. Like I've never seen a guy with his length get the blocks that he does. He's been phenomenal on defense too. Walking the plank. <laughs> Joe, you said we lost the game because of danger. Well, I'm going to trump you. We lost the game because of Brad <laughs> because he put danger in that spot. Like I, I, I saw it three times. What do they say? Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. <laughs> What's the saying? I totally messed up. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Shame on me. Something like that, right? So, what was shit? Fool me 11 times. Shame on Brad. He's walking the plank. P, who do you got? Oh man. Well, I, I, I understand you, uh, sending Meyer off the plank. Um, cause it's, it is frustrating when, when you're not getting the best out of him. And, and you look over the course of the season, the game, wait, Meyer's not Texas being, game. Meyer's not being sent off the plank by who? By legs. No, I oh, know he's the captain, captain of the shit. Captain oh, of the yeah. shit. You're, no, you're, Brad's you're sending, going in. You're Brad's making yeah. a splash. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. What are you talking about? Okay, I'm sorry. I I <laughs> I heard you saying stuff about Meyer, um, <laughs> and I didn't want you talking bad about him because he was gonna be my captain of the ship. Um, Great minds think alike. Yeah, he was gonna be my captain of the ship. I I, I think sort of similarly. You go over the course of the season. You look at the Texas game, which is arguably like our our best game on our resume, <clears throat> um, the UCLA game, um, you know, the Minnesota game, I thought he played really well. He, he's, he's, he is sort of the underpinning of the, of the team. Um, other than Shannon, who's obviously like our beast. Um, so, so similar minds think alike, like, sorry, I, I, uh, mixed those up, but I have another captain of the ship. I'm going a little off the reservation here. If I, if I can, um, it is the Java men podcast. I got to give a shout out to the, the Java women, the Illini women's basketball team, Hell 16 yeah. and four, six and four in conference play. They're ranked 22nd. They had a big win, uh, last month against number 10th ranked Iowa. Um, their only losses are to number six rank IU. They lost twice. Number two, Ohio state. Um, but they're, they're battling in every game. Uh, they, the, the one thing that looms large though, is they, they had a loss to the, uh, Delaware bloom blue hens. So that one looms large, <laughs> but they should be playing. They should be playing in March, um, as well. So the, the Java men, Java women, uh, we're fans of both here. So I just want to give them a shout out. Give them a, give well them a done, captain P. of the ship. Well done P. I like that. Very good. I need, I need to comment on lags. I need a rebuttal. <laughs> All right. You get you get a rebuttal. Here's the thing. You get a rebuttal. I, I think if we think Brad, everyone was like, you got to double, you got to make adjustments. Brad's not, Brad, it's not like Brad doesn't know how to play checkers. The dude's playing chess. <laughs> Brad's playing chess? Oh my God. He's playing, he's playing about? chess. Cause he, I, maybe I, in the transfer my, portal. My, no, is. my theory is he wanted to see, if Dane Danger and, and Coleman Hawkins could hold up against a, a big time big and it, and it didn't happen. And it I, took him 36 minutes to figure that out. Yeah. He wanted to see a full game. 
Oh my god! Give me a break, I, dude. Yeah, I don't know about that. I needed that's, to see two. That's a below deck conspiracy. Th- that's a that's a below deck conspiracy theory. You, Joe's going way yeah, below. Why would deck. you ever want to drop a game, a Big Ten game at home in a conference where all the half the teams look the same in terms of record and resume? Like Joe's concocting to, conspiracies, yeah. Pete. I this is a that's 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 another one. I. Wait, am I doing walk the plank? Our now? game plan, our game plan is to force tough twos. The, oh, tough twos. I didn't. He didn't. He didn't have. To, I am. I know, but they were trying to make him force tough twos. I I understand the game plan, but it didn't work. Yeah, because first thirteen times. Because I didn't get my walk the plank, and my walk the plank was going to be the whiteboard in the locker room. Brad, <laughs> is are the markers not working? <laughs> What is going on? Go in there. Someone's got to. Someone's no. got to make sure the chalkboard's working in that locker room. P, P was probably in there drawing certain things yeah. and wearing out all the markers. Yeah. Stop drawing. Stop drawing phalluses on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Drop a freaking defensive game plan. My other walk the plank. Chess. <laughs> My other walk the plank, and this is, this is. Um, Another off the reservation one, if I if I can, because um, I, I I feel like we could air our frustration with Brad all night, other than <clears throat> Joe's conspiracy. But another walk the plank, Luke Goody's doctor. Come on, man. Oh, Come on, man. On the plank. It's time. It's time. Me and Doctor Dariush. I I look at Dariush's <laughs> Twitter feed every day. He's just tweeting stuff about Luke Goody and the doctor. And I mean, come on, it, it's. We keep getting closer. We keep getting like the sniff of freedom and it's, it's February. It's going to be February next week. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for the, the ginger assassin. We got to have him. Goody's going to be exciting. I, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped to see, you know, what's the best part about Goody is that guy, that kid's got toughness, man. He's, yeah, he, is. he, he's not going to mess around. Well, in, in the and, post, yeah. One thing, Get some boards. One thing too that um, I was reading is like his, the respect he has in the locker room and like the the leadership quality. And I think I think this team could use a little bit more of that. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, the the I guy's think, tough as nails, man. I think I, him I being him. on the floor would be would be big. I don't. Again, I was kind of joking about Melendez because I, I I do agree. Like he he has his with Joe, he has his place. He's been getting rebounds and and playing good defense. I mean, I'm obviously frustrated about the shooting because you want to see it come from somewhere. But sure, um, I wonder once he gets ramped up, like who's gonna be the uh, odd man out? Will it be Melendez? Melendez is getting like 30 minutes a night right now. I think even from a size perspective, it's gonna help. Yeah, because. He's right six, now, what we got? Yeah. We got Dane, Coleman, Meyer, and then it's like, well, you got to go. Lee, well, we got to give Leave some love. Oh Lee man, played, he Lieb. played great against okay. Ohio State. Okay, so my I, my <laughs> technology was cutting out a little bit, but I did on the last podcast. But um, I did want to mention in Vegas, got to sit down at a blackjack table with the Leave family. Beautiful people. Very, very nice. They're very tall. All very, very tall. tall. Very tall. Um, had a glass of red wine with uh, with Mr. Lieb. Um, At the blackjack table? I, yeah, and I would like to say that that uh, the table was red hot. It was red hot. The Liebs walked home with some money. I walked home with some money. It was 
Didn't was, leave. Didn't then. Um, what's that? They know, kicked his brother Thursday. out. Yeah. They what, what's the? Is it Wait, Sean? What? Yeah. What's the? Kid? Yeah, what happened what's there? His, what's his first name? Who? Lieb. On on the team. Does that Brandon. Know Brandon with an O. Brandon. I think. Yeah, it's, I was I think like, are you talking about his brother? I think it's with an O. <laughs> I didn't know Brandon. I didn't know his. First oh man, name great. I just call him Lieb the whole. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to distract. So, but this, but great family. Didn't Brandon? Didn't Brandon get kicked out of the casino? Yeah, he or got kicked out of the brother? casino, and I think is the dad. Again, it was Vegas at midnight, um, <laughs> drinking all day at the game. I think he sent his brother home as well. I can't remember, but I think the dad. <laughs> that was a power His dad was his dad was running Reed. the show. He was he was right. We were like, you know, uh, second base and shortstop at the table, just dead center. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> man, he was directing the show, and he had a bunch of good sayings. I can't remember them now, but like we would win. I think he was saying, I think he was saying, "All oh, skate when the table won or something like that. It was great. Great times. Did you guys see the the play against OSU when they did the pick and roll with Lieb and Hummel? <laughs> it was like, you're asking Lieb to do too much here. You can't ask Lieb to run the pick and <laughs> Hummel's good. You remember that? Hummel's so awesome, good. Man. He's so good. I know. He's good. Hummel, he sounds exactly like Jay Bellis. Yeah. Hummel's a stud. That was crazy. He was doing the ESPN game. After the Big Ten, yeah, so he must have. He must have. I think he did the the night before. I think he did Minnesota. Um, he did Minnesota Indiana in Minneapolis or uh, wherever Minnesota's campus is, and then he must have flew straight the barn. Yeah, in the barn. The next day, it was like big. I didn't know that he worked for ESPN too, but Hummel is a stud. He's really good. Yeah, he's good. All right, so. That was a good recap, boys. We got to go into the Vegas suite. Let's go. And we're going to talk preview. So the nice thing now going forward, I was checking the schedule. I think the next three weeks, we're on a pretty normal Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday basis, which I think will be good for the boys. We get some consistency. Joe, you mentioned it. Brad was talking up that we were tired a little bit. So this will be a start of a little bit for the routine. P- I'm stepping into the suite. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. What do you got for me? <laughs> Welcome to the suite. <laughs> Welcome to the blackjack table with Mr. Lieb. So, <laughs> telling you, it was a great time. Um, so, a couple of nice nuggets. Um, so Wisconsin is two and seven against the spread as a home team. They're oh and one as a home dog. Um, Illinois is two and two against the spread on the road, two and one as away favorites. And I think you know where I'm going mm. here, and I think we'd all agree. Um I would think at this point Illinois is gonna be favored. What do you guys think? Great question. I don't know. I, I, Joe, I, I'm Joe. You st- you kick it off. Um, Joe's been hyped. Joe's I, yeah, been yeah, like, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Someone nailed lately. it last time. I think it was at Joe had. Yeah, might have been Joe. Well, Joe's been like getting the closing line. He's been lasered in. Well, that's because I I usually peek at uh, Ken Palm before. I think it's gonna be a line I minus minus one. Yeah. 
I was thinking in that neighborhood too, Joe. I, I said Illini minus two. And so I'm I'm kind of chalking them in as a road favorite. And and they're actually pretty good in this away favorite. And Wisconsin is um two and seven against the spread as as a home team, as I mentioned. Oh and one is a home dog. Uh another nugget I saw, um, just to keep an eye on if you're uh over under person. Um Wisconsin hasn't broken 70 points in regulation in Big Ten play. This year? Yeah. The only time they <laughs> the only time against really? the Big Ten team that they've broke 70 is in overtime against Iowa. So I don't know. Maybe the Illini's best defense is Wisconsin's offense. Every it sounds like classic Wisconsin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It sounds like every other Badger team except yeah. this one. This one's losing. Um, th- this one's losing. It, you know, I, 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 I'm really excited to see the line on this one. I, it, honestly, every it looks like every statistic that Vegas will look at points to the Illini. And, and I mean, for as as much as we're lamenting about the Indiana loss, Illinois won five last six. Um, Wisconsin, not so much. They are, um, they've been losing. They've lost, they've lost four of their last, or sorry, five of their last six. So exact opposite trajectory of Illinois. I, I, I think it's a line. I slightly, it's a Saturday game in Madison. That's always tough. You'll have the, uh, you'll have the cheese heads out there, uh, <laughs> screaming, hooting and hollering, but, I still think Illinois is going to get a couple of points. I, I and I I do think they'll cover. Um, I've got a tradition. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but if I really like a um, a game, I'll say I'm going to drive to Gary because <laughs> Illinois, the state of Illinois, has a backwards law where we're not allowed to bet on the Illinois unless we do it out of state. We can't do it in state. So this is one where. Normally a Saturday morning, I'd get a cup of coffee and drive to Gary, but <laughs> I think it's bad karma. So I'm just going to, I'm going to throw it out into the universe that Illinois is going to be favored slightly and they're going to cover. So if you're not in the state of Illinois, listen to this podcast, load up your apps, hit up your books. This one should <laughs> be a good one. Load it up. I'm going to go pick them on the line. I think Ooh, it's like going to be, cause they'll, they'll have. Wall will be back, right? And we didn't face Wall. Do you guys re- remember when we played them what, three weeks ago or whenever it was? It kind of started that streak, P, that you said the five yeah. out of six. Yeah. Wall was out. That line started at like three and a half, and it closed at like eight and a half. Everybody was like, how is... Because we, we were going through that tough stretch. Everybody was wondering how we were favoring... How we were favored by eight plus at that point and you know what the java men had at first we predicted a double digit win and that's what happened so just like then p the java men got it first we're gonna cover make sure if you're outside of illinois you you get your wagers <laughs> not official advice but but yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's um it's 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 interesting because you know wisconsin's had injuries this year so um it's I was going to say they're a really bad team, but they can, you know, that there's, it's sort of like Ohio state. They can, 
Um, they can play well. They've they've beat some good teams. Um, so anything can All happen. Right. I'm not counting my chickens. Around the horn, because we're, we're to close this thing out. We're gonna go deep, deep below deck. But before we do that, we're gonna we're gonna get some predictions for Saturday. Joe, what do you got for me? For Saturday, the Illini are gonna win by eight points on Saturday. Ooh, nice. P. Yeah, I got them winning by four. I got them winning by four. I think the spread will be two. They win by four. Yeah. I- I, I was thinking the same actually, P. I'll go five. We were I thinking think, alike tonight. I know. I was I was actually gonna say four exactly because I was thinking we're gonna be up by two and we're gonna get fouled and hit the last two and that'll be in the end of it. Love it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we talked about it a little bit earlier today. You know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories floating around. We're, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put the the scuba gear on. We're gonna go do some. We're going to go deep, deep dive in here, P. I, I want you to share some thoughts on the state of the world right now. You know, there's there's a lot of things floating uh, around there. Yeah. Um, I, I was just curious if you wanted to share some thoughts with the, well, the Java men audience. Well, so I wish that Jamie, the robot, was on the podcast. <laughs> the Jamie, Jamie can only think <laughs> via the Occam's razor. Like, it, the easiest explanation wins the most logical explanation wins, but you got to just love the conspiracy theories on the internet today. Um, so the latest conspiracy theory is that DeMar Hamlin passed away at, during the football game um, of, of the vaccine. He died of the vaccine on the football field and that the person at the game um, against the Bengals the other night was a body double. <laughs> and this is all uh, a, a conspiracy put together by the NFL because they didn't want anyone to know about uh, the vaccine death. <laughs> this ignores and flies in the face, obviously, of everything that's going on in the NFL the last 15 years regarding injuries. Uh, you'd think the NFL would welcome uh, that over, uh, you know, someone dying of a vaccine over a violent injury, but that's the state of the world lags. So we're keeping an eye on this one. Um, in order for this to be true, his family, the NFL, the Buffalo bills, and, uh, just about everyone CBS would have to be in on it. <laughs> so. dude, dude, if that's true, then I, I work for everybody else, man. My, I'm questioning my whole life at that point. <laughs> Hey, you got to spend be... some time below deck. You got to see what yeah. the people are saying. There's some good it's stuff so... out there. Sometimes you got to spend time below deck. You know, it's, you got to balance yourself out. You got to, yeah. you got to hear every side of every story. So the latest conspiracy that we're cooking up is, was there a body double of Brad? <laughs> Listen, I, I think it's I just a malfunctioning seen... whiteboard, but <laughs> That might I mean I that that could that. be true too. I like that. I like that theory. Brad, we may have had a double of Brad for the Indiana and Loyola games. Yeah. The the truth the truth is out there. Yeah. We just we don't know. You gotta go. Demar has not into, spoke yet. Yeah. So he, we're waiting. For the record. Demar has not spoke. He hasn't. So we're waiting for um 
all the people on Twitter to get a full in-person look at Tamar Hamlin before we can make a judgment. Um, and I'm going to reserve my judgment on the body double of Brad until Saturday, 2 p.m. in Madison. Let's go, Brad. Show us your real. Show us your real. Show us who you are. Shady. Any thoughts? I just I can only imagine what the Park Ridge text chain has to say about Demar Hamlin. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, there's something in the I'll, water in Park Ridge. Listen, I'm just lead. posing questions. I'm posing questions at this point. I have a skeptical mind. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I I did get I did get a little bit uh, engulfed in the in the conspiracy theory on on Twitter. I was going down some rabbit holes when I was in, uh, in a, in a hotel room earlier this week. Well, Cause it is, what. it is interesting people, what people say it, it's interesting, yeah. but it's not smart. It's interesting. Well, all you need to do is go on the internet and do your own research and you'll find the truth. So we'll do that. We'll tune in Saturday for the Illini. We'll get the truth about, about this team. How about that? Yeah, it's a big game. That, that sloggy, sloggy defense of Wisconsin, and <laughs> see what we can do. Let's let's steal road. Let's let's get. I mean, this is a tough. Wisconsin is a tough place to oh, play. Yeah. No, anytime you're playing in Madison, it's yeah. Tough. Let's it's, get. It's not an easy game. Let's get a road win and make up for the the Penn State home loss. Yeah, yeah. that that nice stretch of basketball here. We we did talk about it a little bit at the time. We we lost to Penn State at home and then lost at Northwestern and those were two automatics in the past three years for us. Well, Northwestern's playing pretty. It's it's uh, they are. I they still are. don't buy them though. I I can't yeah. I can't. It's I look just at so weird that like, they're what? playing. That to me shows like we. It's can a conspiracy. We can it's win a, a bunch of games in a row if Northwestern <laughs> can beat these teams. We could beat these teams. Yeah. Oh, I, also, it's just lags. Uh, before we uh, go, I don't know if. I, I know that we've uh, briefly mentioned it, but Kevin Warren is no longer yeah. uh, an issue for us as Illini, but, um, you know, on a separate podcast, we could talk about the new issues as Bears fans that we face with Mr. <laughs> Warren. In defense to all the conspiracy theorists out there, I'm, I have had a lot of conspiracy theories about Kevin Warren. So <laughs> oh, we could have a whole podcast. I, I fully that. understand. Let's just say there was a lot of Kevin Warren talk at uh, Circus Sports in Vegas. All right, should we wrap it up? Yeah, we're wrapping it up. So we got a big week on the horizon. We got Saturday at Wisconsin, the Badgers. I, I can't remember the last time the Badgers beat us, to be perfectly honest. It's been like three to four years. We're going to get the W. And then Tuesday, Nebraska at home, and that's when we start the Saturday-Tuesday sets. So, Let's go. Boys, well done tonight. It was I had a blast. It was, it's great having you having you guys on. We lost the dock halfway through with some technology issues, but that's all right. We'll we'll get it sorted out, gentlemen. Let's get a W. I L L baby. I L L. I and I. Yeah. It's time to walk the plank.